Hi, Bob. Um, hey. I saw this headline the other day on Fox News. Not like my number one news source, but it's a headline nonetheless. And it says, dog, excited because owner is home for quarantine. Sprained tail, too much wagging. Oh. This is one doggone happy pooch. Rolo, a seven-year-old fashion from the United Kingdom, is so happy his owner is staying home during the coronavirus pandemic that he sprained his tail from wagging it so much. And it's even a wiener dog. (laughs) It's a wiener dog. So if you feel bad about anything, just know that your dog is so much happier that you're home. (laughs) For real, though. Welcome back to Hype Queens Podcast, where we share our stories, motivate ourselves and others, and build a community of Hype Queens that support each other all day, every day. Probably more virtual right now than usual. <laughs> that's Erica. <laughs> and that's Bob. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Just a reminder, these are all of our original thoughts and our representative of an entity or company we may be working with, blah, blah, blah. blah 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 Hey, girl. Hey. Dude, How this is the... I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm I'm doing good. I yeah. I'm trying to be as positive as possible and get mm-hmm. those rays of sunshine through my life as much as I can. Yes. But this is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy and we're we might sound different because we're doing this we're recording in a new way we've never done before. Yeah. So thank you Zoom. And I told you thank this you, the other Zoom. day. I was like I'm so proud of Zoom for being able to handle how much usage that they're getting in the last week, week and a half. Oh, my God, yeah. I can't imagine the people that are supposed to be, like, Zoom support or development that are like, we did not plan for the world to shut down, and then literally almost every single person (laughs) use us. Is using it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I feel yeah. like, is on Zoom. Oh, but. yeah. it's Honestly, it's such an amazing platform. And it's I think I was telling you, too, like, it's relatively new, like, I think within the last two years. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky enough that for my day job, we have been using Zoom consistently for over a year. I actually was the one that pushed to have us use Zoom. Nice. Um, so it's, you know, it's kind of a perk. We have a paid account, so we have some extra perks. But you can tell they're just so backlogged because um, we host an online educational course and we host it on Zoom and then we record the classes and then I post them on our website. And normally the classes, they are an hour long recording and they usually take like one to two hours to process on the Zoom platform before they're available for me to download. Mm-hmm. And now they're taking like 18 hours and Zoom was like, hey, yo, we know all of your recordings are going to take longer. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, even just for like work and all the schools, like I have Mm -hmm. quite a few um, relatives that are teachers and professors and Mm -hmm. they're required to do all of their online recordings for classes 
and like do that, record them and download them and upload them for the students to still do class. And that was all like a week and a half, two weeks ago that they were all told to do that. So I feel like it's just, I feel like it's a lot for Zoom, but I feel like Zoom is doing a really good job of like trying to maintain and keep up with the demand. Yeah. I haven't heard of anybody like crashing on Zoom. There have been a couple of times when I've been on like a free call and it gets dropped a lot, but I don't know if that's like operator error or just Zoom, but I don't know. It's a crazy world we're living in. I do think, right. And I do think they're, you know, obviously they're a business and still trying to stay afloat. So there are like promoting people to actually buy a subscription and so I know like some of the free calls are like limited on how long they can be and yeah you also can't um when well, you, you have a zoom meeting you, like grand scheme of things you know right and like when you have a zoom meeting you <laughs> right <laughs> for real for real yeah it's, it's wild it's crazy out there it is crazy it's it's I've I've just been kind of subscribing to the fact that this is extremely extraordinary time and I'm just trying to soak it all in, all the good, the bad, the ugly. Isn't it kind of crazy? Yeah. To think about like, you know, our kids or, you know, even kids in, you know, five years, like this will be in textbooks. Yeah, it will be. And I am really just trying to, be a sponge and just really be observant and listen to things and talk to people and kind of observe people's actions and reactions and, and things like when I do have to go out in public and I, I hope this never, ever, ever happens again under these circumstances, but it's really interesting to me how, this is happening and what it's doing to our society. And so I'm just like, I'm fascinated with it. I'm not in love with it at all. I wish that it wasn't happening to be quite honest, but I do hope that some good comes out of it. You know, like I really hope that businesses trust employees better, especially if they've had time, hard times with that. I hope that people that don't talk to each other often do talk to each other because like I've already been on family Zoom calls and uh, with people that I never see ever yeah. even at Christmas and I finally see my cousins that you know and I'm like okay and and it's getting people to get outside and and exercise. I I drove to the I went on an errand to the pharmacy yesterday and I saw so many people outside walking their dogs and exercising. And I was like, maybe yeah. this will have a positive impact on people. But um, and that's just kind of like my my mantra going about it is just trying to be as positive as possible, but not mm-hmm. ignoring the fact that it's very um, difficult to deal with as well. Um, yeah. And for like, I've, I've had some moments where I've been really negative about it. Um, so I think that's all part of the process of really understanding what's going on and right. coming up with solutions on how to change for yourself. You have to kind of feel every emotion and then figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just trying to stay positive and just trying to keep my eye on the prize. I'm really lucky that I still have um, a job 
that's full time and that, you know, I've just, there's too many things to list on like things that I'm trying to think about to keep my head pretty much just focused and on straight and whatever. But I mean, it totally sucks. Like I have plans that got completely canceled <laughs> and it sucks because I was really looking forward to them for months, you know, like, right. That, I know this doesn't being positive. Doesn't make those that suck any less, you know, but I think it's important yeah. to just, it's it's kind of like a grieving process almost not complete same, but it's like feel a certain emotion at first, like be pissed, be upset, be sad, and then figure out how to deal with it. You know? Yeah. I actually, um, it's funny you bring that up because there was an article I read today and I actually want to read a decent excerpt from it because I think it's really relevant to emotions that a lot of people are feeling. And I, it kind of, the way it describes it and puts it all together for me, I was like, oh, I understand. Because you're just, I feel like you and I and everybody else, you're feeling so many different emotions. Like, I think a good portion of us are trying to be, you know, positive and use this as like a self-reflection time and catching up maybe on things you've been putting at the bottom of your to-do list or, you know, working on passion projects or starting a new hobby. Um, but then I also think of like those working in healthcare and at grocery stores who still have to go to work every day in this like deep, uncertain time and like put, you know, their own health on the line to do their job or to take care of other people. Um, but I'll just read this quick. Cause I think it, it was really fascinating and it's called the discomfort you're feeling is grief. Um, yeah. It's by Scott Baranato, and it's from the Harvard Business Review. Um, And so the parts I just want to read here is the question is, people are feeling any number of things right now. Is it right to call some of what they're feeling grief? And the author or the interviewee goes, yes, and we're feeling a number of different griefs. We feel the world has changed, and it has. We know this is temporary, but it doesn't feel that way. And we realize things will be different. Just as going through the airport is forever different from how it was before 9-11, things will change, and this is the point at which they changed. The loss of normalcy, the fear of economic toll, the loss of connection. This is hitting us, and we're grieving, collectively. We are not used to this kind of collective grief in the air. Um, and he goes on to say, like, the feeling of grief that a lot of us are feeling right now is called anticipatory grief. And so okay. that's the feeling where uh, we get about the, what the future holds and when we're uncertain. So usually it centers on death and we feel it when someone gets like a bad diagnosis or when the thought crosses your mind about losing a parent someday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more broadly imagined futures, um, that there's a storm coming, that there's something bad out there. And with a virus, this kind of grief is so confusing for people because our mind knows something bad is happening, but you can't see it, which breaks our sense of safety. Yeah. And we're feeling the loss of safety. Wow. And yeah, it just, right, right. And it just, it goes on to talk about um, the part that stuck with me is like, you know, the, the stages of grief. We always hear those, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And so I think a good point here is that obviously the stages aren't linear and they might not happen in the same order. But to give you an idea, so first is denial, uh, which we say early on. And so something like that would be this virus won't affect us. And then there's anger. And so you say something like you're making me stay home and taking away my activities. Yep. And then there's bargaining. So, okay, if I social distance for two weeks, everything will be better, right? And then there's sadness. Yeah, this is like, oh, my God, okay. Right? No, it's almost done. So, and then there's sadness. And so that's like, I don't know when this will end. And then finally, there's acceptance. You know, this is happening. I have to figure out how to proceed. And acceptance is where the power lies. So we find control and acceptance. Like, I can wash my hands. I can keep a safe distance. I can learn how to work virtually. And that paragraph just, like, hit me. Nice. I mean, I know I personally went through all of those. I think I personally did too. I, you know, I, I definitely like thinking back to literally a week before everything, before a week before I was told to to work from home, mm-hmm. um, which is which was probably like three weeks ago now. I've been working home for about two weeks. Um, I was like, this is just like the flu. Like, yeah. there's more people that are dying from the flu than this. And and at the time, that was true. But it also was like quite foolish of me to say, looking back now, which I'm oh, not gonna like girl. hold that grudge against myself for saying that because a lot of people were. Um, uh-huh. but <laughs> that was my denial phase, and then I still Dude, went out to the bar. You know, there was nobody at the bars, and I didn't go on spring break. But on St. Patrick's Day, and I was, like, with a couple of my friends, and I was, like, eh, it's no problem. Like, it's not around here. And then I got mad. And I remember, like, you had shared some mindfulness, like, kind of circle on your Instagram. And it was, like, getting mad about it and the type of language you used talking about the virus, closing everything down. Um wasn't healthy and then that's when I really tried to like check myself before I wrecked myself <laughs> yeah and you know what I mean because I was like it's true oh, yeah. like language you use in talking about everything that's going on really starts to impact how you feel about it and so oh, yeah. and it, like it kind of is a circle you know you feel about it you talk about it that way and that just encourages your feelings even more so uh-huh. that's when I was like okay I need to really, this isn't personal and this is completely unprecedented what's going on. And that doesn't mean that it's a personal attack on me. And I had to really take some time to convince myself of that. Um, Because, you know, you and I have to, we have to cancel a trip that we have been planning for with our girlfriends for months to Costa Rica. And I took that personally. And I'm in a way... I'm in, I'm in a wedding coming up and I'm really scared that we're going to have to cancel a lot of those things. And I'm taking that personally. And then I see, yeah. I was mad yesterday because we have a stay at home order in Wisconsin and I see people like playing basketball together and they're not family. They had to drive over to meet each other. And I'm like, what part of stay at home? Don't you understand? I'm mad. I'm mad at people not following the rules because I'm taking it personally because if you don't follow this rule, 
there's more risk of more people getting infected and this lasting even longer and that's affecting my schedule. Um, so I I totally thought of you when I was finishing this article this morning because they're at the end of it it talks about like okay like how can you know obviously how can we you know it, it's good to acknowledge these feelings which I think is so important but how do we keep moving forward and one of them was like okay come to the present um, deal with what's happening today. But the other one was let go of what you can't control, which one of my bosses has been saying for a week now. And I think it's so true Mm -hmm. because times are so uncertain that to feel that sense of comfort, I think you just have to focus on what you can control. And Mm -hmm. so one of the examples here is what your neighbor is doing is out of your control. What is in your control is staying six feet away from them and washing your hands. Focus on that. Mm And I was like, yo, dang. <laughs> dang. But, no. yeah, I, I – oh, go ahead. It, and that's definitely something that I'm trying to think of, too. And I, I've been really trying to think about that even before um, this pandemic started was yeah. what, I can, what I can and can't control – are way huge differences. And so this pandemic has started to actually bring that thought process to a lot of other people in my ecosystem, which is really nice. Because <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, now I'm not a crazy one that thinks about mindfulness all the time. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for that. Um, and, you know, moving into kind of some of the self-care stuff that we've been doing and we're going to like share some of the things that we've been doing and maybe you want to try um yeah that's uncontrollable that's 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 huge controllable parts of our lives now in this time period and forevermore so i've been really trying to focus on that like from the minute i wake up to the minute i go to sleep um i think it's okay to i think it's warranted to feel triggered sometimes but yeah. knowing that you really have to be a boomerang in those situations and pull yourself back. Like, yeah, it's, it's just like when you go on a diet and you cut sugar out completely. Well, that's not really going to happen because you're going to see a Snickers bar one day and you're going to eat four of them because you mm-hmm. restricted yourself so much that you need to gorge. So when I think about feelings, I think about it with like sweets in my diet. Like mm-hmm. I can, I can let myself eat two Oreos you know, three days a week, I can let myself feel pissed and feel sad or feel whatever I want to feel. But I know that in a half hour, I'm going to get my head out of my ass and continue my day. Um, right. That's how I look at it. <laughs> I don't know if that helps anybody, but, uh, you know, emotions are, are mostly controllable, but sometimes they're not. And you have to be able to roll with the punches. Yeah, and I think it I think it's really important to like like you said acknowledge those feelings but then take the time you need to process it and move on and that's something I kind of went through this week. Like once everything started, I was I've been positive about it, you know, obviously to the best of my ability. Like, okay, this is I've had people reach out to me. I'm like, hey, this is a great time for you to try your new hobby or like work on something for yourself yeah. you haven't had time to do. But then, like, Tuesday of this week rolled around, and I, there were a bunch of, like, small triggers that happened. Like, our trip was officially postponed, and my tattoo appointment next week was officially canceled. And, 
work got stressful doing like strategic response is a really big part of my job now um, mm-hmm. because I'm the foreface or I run the face of the organization I work for. Um, and it, like that all kind of hit me in one day, plus the constant kind of worry I've had for, you know, myself, I'm really thankful that my, my main gig, like, yeah, I lost my waitressing job till who knows when, but my main gig is still stable and I have a source of income. Um, but I like worry about my parts of my family that aren't taking this seriously or my friends at the restaurant that are, that was their full-time job and just kind of how the world is and all hit me. And I was just sad on Tuesday. I was crying. I felt anxious. I felt worried. I just felt sad. And, um, I let that day happen. And I, during it, I thought to myself, like, why are you crying? Some people have it way worse than you, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's just so important to acknowledge those feelings and you do have them because they are valid. Mm -hmm. Like the world is scary right now and things are uncertain and who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. But like Mm -hmm. you said, like the, the main thing is, all right, I'm acknowledging this now for an hour or a day or an evening or whatever, but tomorrow we're back to, we're going to keep trucking because that's the only thing we can do. Yeah, exactly. But I don't want to, I don't want to sit on that too long. I know everybody's feeds and everybody's talking about COVID-19 and coronavirus, but I know we thought it was important to do an episode talking about that and just some self-care stuff we're doing. And then we'll keep moving on to our uppity. Uh, yeah, high energy episodes. Yeah, I also am like interested. Like, I'm excited to listen to this episode in like 20 years. <laughs> and True. Like, yeah. And we'll be like, see, mom wasn't lying. We had to <laughs> live through this, and this is what we were doing on this day. Isn't that crazy? We lived yeah. through this. Yeah, and I'm like excited like, to document it. You know. Um, yeah. Um, I think it's important to have this episode. You know, there's everybody's talking about it clearly, but um, and that can get exhausting for sure. And it can get exhausting. So I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it in every single episode for the next ten episodes, but hopefully um, not that long. Anyways, hopefully not that long. Oh my god! But um, I think it's important to just acknowledge that we are acknowledging it, and we're not ignoring it either you know i mean it's something that's mm-hmm. definitely affecting every single person on this human or on this planet it's everything it's life right now yeah it's life it's every single life. planet on this yeah. human every single <laughs> planet on this human is experiencing it words are hard <laughs> so girl how are you girl. tell me yeah tell me some things that have changed in your life and how you're you know working with them Okay, honestly, um, I have been doing really well, actually, with this transition. So a big part was getting my space where I work from home and mm-hmm. trying to recreate it because I'm in a, a full office worker. So mm-hmm. it was really important to me. And one of the top priorities with the work from home order was recreate my office space at home. And I've done that, and it's really good. Um, so mm-hmm. that has been really helpful. 
I already had a pretty solid, like, exercise, nutrition, self-care routine prior. Um, so it's just maintaining that. And I think the first week of working from home, it definitely faltered. And it it, it, it was challenged because I think, like, most people – that responded to those types of emails of like, Hey, you're going to work remotely. And Hey, there's a pandemic going on. That's killing people. I kind of let myself go off of the deep end a tick. Um, I was eating a little bit more processed foods. I was like wearing the same outfit multiple days in a row. And I think that, you know, being comfortable and eating what you want is really good in certain contexts, but it was really prolonged compared to, um, other times that I let myself do that. So really this week I just got back to, um, wearing similar outfits that I do when I go back into the office, um, eating really whole foods at the same times of day that I normally do. Um, Mm -hmm. still exercising daily, um, showering every morning, wearing jewelry. I'm not really wearing makeup right now. Um, but you know, I think that's just a waste of money at this point. Not that I don't want to. It's just that music expensive makeup, mm. and I don't want to use it when nobody's going to see it. Um, yeah. And just, you know, like, spending time with my family and doing things around the house that are nice. So I started painting the basement with my mom and things like that. Um, but really also, like, putting a definitive time for work and then not letting that bleed into my personal time has been really mm, important, yep. too. Um, so that's, that's where that having a designated space to work from home is really comes in handy. Um, oh yeah. So I can, I can sign on and sign off and still have my me time, but still get all the work done that I need to get done. Um, yeah. And then, you know, like not working on the weekends. I think that right now my business, I'm very fortunate that my business and my supervisor are really relaxed and they're really flexible and they're really supportive on kind of everything you need to be doing to get through this time. And they're giving mm-hmm. a lot of resources on being able to do that. And so, you know, there's a lot of work got taken off my plate, but um, it's just, you know, being flexible with work, being flexible with yourself. Um, but also, like, this is something that, you know, now more than ever, you have to really draw the line between flexibility and discipline. Um yeah. And not let yourself go too far. And um, that's so hard when you work from home. Yeah. I mean, my race, my half Ironman is still on as far as I know. So if I don't train for a month, that's completely horrible with my training. Like, you know what I mean? I I can't. Yeah. I have to allow myself to feel things and be flexible and relearn and kind of a new routine. But I have to also maintain the discipline of these are the things I need to do. And just because something huge happened, like I need to adapt. My, my theme word has been adapt. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm just like kind of, you know, talking to friends, texting people that I love and, taking pictures. I don't have Snapchat, so I've been like sending pictures of things to my friends and um, I've just been trying to nourish my body with water, exercise, and really good food. Um, That's huge self-care like all the time that I try to maintain. Um, Yeah. Getting good sleep, drinking lots of water and staying connected. What have you been kind of prioritizing? Yeah, so I... I am, I feel like a special case. So my main gig was already work from home. 
So that has not yeah. changed in my life. However, situations at home have, because now my roommate is also working for home, whereas I normally had that 7.45 to 5.30 slot, you know, it was just me in the house. Uh-huh. So that's been just something we've been maneuvering and also being very proactive on, like, our feelings and making sure we each also get our space when we need it because, you know, like everybody, whether you're living with a significant other or you're living with a roommate or you have a house, like a whole family, you're seeing all these people most likely way more than you did like three weeks ago. Like it's constant. Yes. Mm-hmm. And no matter how close you are with someone, that can be a really big deal if you weren't ready for it or if you aren't handling it well and communicating well. Yep. So I, we both have been really proactive on that and doing really well with it I think right now it's so funny before this all happened we had some trips planned and we had went on them before everything went into lockdown and before this we had spent 30 hours in a car together over an eight day span (laughs) not to mention all the time in between there where we were actually doing stuff like that was just strictly in a vehicle yeah so we definitely like kick-started this (laughs) a little intensely but we've just been working on that, and I don't know, I've found, like, trying to, I've found a little extra motivation motivation to add to my routine things that I've been thinking about for a long time, but not kind of pulled the trigger on. So I've always been good at um, doing my work during the day, usually, and all of that. But I've started some things that I've wanted to, like going for a walk every day. And to motivate myself to do that because I'm not waitressing. So I'm kind of losing that physical activity that I got a couple times a week already. Uh-huh. Um, so I to kind of like encourage myself to do that. I found this really awesome podcast and I've kind of fallen off the face of podcasts, to be honest, for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I found this new awesome podcast and it's unlike anything I've listened to before. It's a story podcast. So it's not like news mm-hmm. or chit chat. It's a story. And so I only let myself listen to it when I go on my walk and they're like 20 to 30 minute episodes. So I go on 20 to 30 minute walks and it's kind of like the perfect way to start my work day or end it depending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that. I've also just been like, Every day, I'm trying to do something that's kind of been on my to-do list. Um, so, like, I cleaned and organized my office last week, which I've been literally putting off for months. And um, I've been trying to stretch every morning when I get up. Or I've been working um, just on some, like, passion projects more. And also fun things. Like, I totally applied for the Love is Blind casting call in Chicago oh my last God, night. <laughs> Right? Like, just, like, little things. I know. Just, like, little things that I might not have done if I, if things were just normal, you know? Yep. Yep. hmm But um, something I've been really trying to focus on and do, because I think in the long haul is going to affect me the most, is this, like not being able to see your friends and family or go out. Like yeah. you can see them, but you can't go out. Like they're not physically there. Yep. And the physical like time and touch are really important to me. And so 
I'm just trying to stay ahead of that. So we did this awesome thing. Like we hosted that virtual happy hour or that virtual Sunday fun day last week. Yeah. Yeah. And we just had this meeting where all of our friends drank. It was like four hours. It was like four hours and I drank way too much. (laughs) But yeah, just like little things like that. Like, yeah, my, you know, you guys aren't here with me in the same room, but I'm trying to focus. Like I can still see your face. We can still talk. We still had a good time. We still played games. Like it's adaptable for the time being. It's temporary and adaptable. Yep. Yep. And I think those are my main differences right now with everything going on. Something that I'm I started doing this week was um, daily goals and writing them down. Okay. And, um, so I have an Instagram just to like document all of my health and wellness, mm-hmm. and um, I post it on there. And then as soon as I for me I can like write down a list and keep it to myself which yeah. isn't as effective as sharing it with people because when I share it with people, I feel like they keep me accountable, even if they don't okay. like follow up with me keeping my goals. But I'm like, yeah. if I publish something and people see it, then I like, I'm a hypocrite if I don't follow it. So point, yeah. um, I decided to start doing weekly goals or daily, daily goals every week. And I'm starting okay. with like three or four and then adding another goal free to do each day um, to accomplish each day, you know, as this thing goes. And I kind of want to keep up with that, you know, like weekly goals deal. Yeah. Um, for a while. So what were your goals today? Um, so my goals this week were to wear real pants every day when I'm working. <laughs> okay. Because, yep. uh, last week I didn't. And I just like wore sweatpants or leggings. And I'm not allowed to wear that when I go back to work. And I'm already trying to curb my transition back into working into the office now. Um, uh-huh. so it's waking up on time and waking up at five thirty or whatever in the morning and, you know, wearing real pants are two huge yeah. things that I'm going to do when I go back to the office and I don't want it to slap me in my face. Um, yeah. so wearing real yeah. pants, wearing jewelry, I really love jewelry and, um, it makes me feel good about myself. So I wanted to wear jewelry cause it, you know, it makes me feel good about myself and I have really cool jewelry. So why not? Yeah. Um, I wanted to do a daily gratitude journal and which is basically just writing personal affirmations and things that would make today great. And then things. And so I like do it in the morning at night. Um, I am this, I'm this. Um, and then these are some things that I want to get done today. And this is what would make today great. And then come okay. back at night and say, um, you know, what would have made today better? Um, so do that every day and then take my dog for a walk every day, walk or run. Um, so oh, good. You know, I'm just kind of trying to make those little lists of things that uh, I know will make me feel better and hold myself accountable to it. And I'll probably just like add a goal every day or a one daily goal next week, maybe swap one out, um, just kind of feel how I'm feeling, but really try to maintain those feel good things. And for me, real pants do make me feel good. Um, Wearing jewelry does make me feel good. It's not for everybody, but I think it's really important to really find what works for you and do it. Yeah. And doing it is huge. Thinking about it is one thing, but doing it is another. And when you do it consistently, 
that's when you start to see results. That's when you start to see yeah. the positive change in your attitude. So when you start to see the motivation just kind of be naturally there rather than really trying to dig yourself out of the grave type of a thing. So, you know, it's, it's, it's never perfect. I, I think I talk about it like I'm like an expert maybe sometimes, but I'm not at all. Um, there's definitely moments that I have my cracks, just like when I called you yesterday about my neighbors being not following the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it's it's going to be a lot harder to kind of separate work from from personal for a lot of us, especially us those aren't that aren't used to working from home. But I'm just trying yeah. to maintain oh, the schedule, sure. like duplicate it as much as I possibly can, while being. I think that's a really good goal. My, yeah. Yeah, and you know, like I'm realizing how much I actually waste time in the office. <laughs> <laughs> like talking to people or walking around or putzing around in my office or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so giving myself breaks throughout the day um, that I would usually take just by chatting with a coworker or going into the break room and eating lunch. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not as, I'm trying to just like not think about it too much and just do it. So thinking about it doesn't burden me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, you know, as someone who has worked from home and now, and, and, you know, working from home is a difficult thing. I think people are always caught up in, like, the, oh, you work from home, that's so amazing. And, like, it is, don't get me wrong. But it's also very challenging in its own unique ways, and I think a lot of people are understanding that now, that they're, you know, forced forced into the situation. Um, but you're right, girl. I think having that routine and kind of sticking with it so that this transition into it. And like you said, the transition out of it, cause there will be an out that everything will go back to normal for a lot of mm-hmm. people is good. And I really like that you're doing that. And that's something that I know has personally helped me as I've been working from home over the last couple of years. So I think, you know, that's a great idea and just basically just finding what works best for you. Um, and it could be little things too. Like for me, if the kitchen isn't cleaned, I don't work well. So I make sure that the dishes are done in the morning before I sit down at my office so I don't, like, mm-hmm. focus on it all day long. Yep. But I, I think those are some that. really great tips. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to one of my coworkers, and she's like, you know, I've always dreamt of working from home, and now that I've done it for a week, I'm just dreaming of when I get to go back to my office. And I it's said, like refreshing. It's hard when you work and sleep in the same house. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Our dreams are coming true. All of us that have like really wanted to work from home, your yeah. dream is coming true right now. And I think that I mean, it's just been a big like reality check of, oh, this is what I wanted. Oh, I have to kind of think about it a little bit harder now. You know, like, it, it's, it's, it's not bad. I'm really adapting to it quite well. Um, but yeah. I think that for a lot of folks that have thought about it in really luxurious ways, like you don't have to drive anywhere and you can wear whatever clothes you want. You can just walk into the kitchen when you want to eat, um, whatever. Yep. Um, those are very, those are the things that you can like really love the first day. And then it's like, oh, but I still have kids and I still have to get worked on and you know what I mean? And it's like, all right, you know, this is cool, but you know, I think it's just kind of all perspective 
and getting what you wanted for or getting what you wanted and now figuring out how to adjust to it. Yeah. But and I, figuring out if it is actually what you wanted. <laughs> uh, right. Um, but just to keep it, keep mindful and to send off the end of this episode. Um, I saw this quote on Instagram the other day that I really like, and it made me think, huh, you know, this is, this is a really good point. Um, and the quote is in the rush to return to normal, use this time to consider which parts of normal are worth rushing back to, um, oh. you know, so, so as we move through this crazy moment in history, really take the time. I would encourage like you, Bob, myself and everybody listening to really take the time to reprioritize your entire life like this we'll probably never get this chance again to really kind of stop in our tracks and take some me time and some some alone time to to really figure out what our destiny is as human beings and I would encourage all of us to think you know kind of compare only to yourself what's that what are you doing now what were you doing and what do you want to continue doing like do a stop start and what is it? Stop, start, keep doing exercise with yourself. Um, if it's any sort of part of your routine, if it's friends, if it's people, if it's things that you, even if it's like drinking alcohol or smoking or things like that, you know, ways you spend money and the, the list goes on and on about what you, what was considered normal before. Um, but this is the time to do that. And and I'm going to do it. I'm already doing it. Um, big thing is learning how to not spend my money so much. So any tips on that, send them my way. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like that quote. It just got me to think a little bit. I think that is a really good quote and really just fitting for everything here. Because, yeah, I think this is a great time of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. I do. I agree. I'm not like spending all my time thinking about it, but right. It's it's kind of I don't know the exact adjective to describe how I feel right now, but I'm very optimistic about this time. Um and I really want to put my thoughts and prayers out to every person or um somebody that you know that has been affected by the virus. I really hope everybody recovers and that we don't get it. Um, mm -hmm. It's not anything to take lightly. So follow the freaking rules and <laughs> wash yeah. your hands. And um, this is something that we can we can get through anything together. And so this is temporary, and we'll get through it. Yep. Yep. Anything else, Bob? No, I think I'm good. I was just gonna say, Queens, thanks for joining us this week. We hope that you are doing okay and exploring this new life that we're all in. So I think with that, we're out. <laughs>